Hello, Rockers and Mercuryans. Rock Mercury here. Welcome to the Rock Mercury Podcast. So, I want to come on and have a little snack tonight. I have some beet seed crackers that I'm going to be eating with some um, hummus and kalamata olives. Um, and a orange liqueur. So... Um, I'm really on here because I wanted to test out the record feature on the iPhone, uh, the iPhone 14 Plus, and apparently the new iOS allows you to have a screen recorder that's not an app. But before, I used to have to download a whole separate app to screen record it, and so I'm just testing it out to see how it works, and I thought I would come on here, eat some snacks with you guys, and chat. You guys see, I twisted around the, um... I twisted around the little tab thing so I can put the straw in there. Glamorous. That's a, that's a key tip. I'm sure that I learned this on TikTok, so. It makes everything better. It makes it all better. Then I have some hummus. It's already, like, going away, so I had hummus and I have some of these olives and everything. I'm going to be eating that together. Um, Raider says, La Croix. La Croix. That's not how you say it. It's La Croix. It's a little I think that's what it says. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. But, um, oh my god, you guys. There's been so much going on. So much going on right now. Let's see. Wait, now Gluten Free says you're supposed to pinch the straw with the tan, not put it through the hole. What in the world? With the, with the tan? What is the tan? What are you talking about? That is how you're supposed to put it in the hole. The straw goes like that. What do you mean pinch, pinch it in? What are you talking about? Um, Raider, Raiden says it's Lacroix. That's what ghetto people say. Lacroix. No, it's Lacroix. It's Lacroix and your hood and ghetto if you don't pronounce it that way. Now Gluten Free says tab. Oh, to the tab. What do you mean? Um, Novak says spill the tea. Oh. The tea, the tea, the tea. Um, that's my tea. TV says skin. Thank you for loving my skin. Yes. I just got back from the gym. Today I used a shea butter with only lavender in it. I only put lavender essential oil. I don't use any other oils because I'm just trying to have like a simple, more of a simple vibe. Um, going for like going forward, I'm gonna do a little more. A little more like not not mixing all these scents every time. Like I like it every now and then, but not every time. Um, let's see. Yesterday I ate two pieces of string, and today I um and today they came out tied together. I crap you not. I'm not doing. I'm not saying that. That's I guess I already read it, but that's ridiculous. Um, hail to the king says this emoji. Okay. Um, Raiden, Raiden Notive Nation says, LOL, the entire nation of France says it my way, but all good. Well, I don't believe you. I think the French are established and glamorous and, um, what's the word? Eclectic enough to say it the way it's supposed to be pronounced. Le Croix. Le Croix. I'm sorry, I'm not hood like you guys. I like, to, I like to say it the right way, LaCroix, not LaCroix. I want some LaCroix. Let me have some LaCroix. No, I want some LaCroix.
But to be honest, I'm probably saying it the wrong way. But I just like saying the quoi. And I'm not going to let anyone stop me from being fancy and glamorous. Um, Donnie Goon. Donnie Goon says, you look like a classic man. Okay. I don't know what that means. Are you talking about like Jindaya? The classic man? I'm a classic man. Doing this clean me, look this mean as a classic man. I don't know. Whatever. I just want to have my delicious hummus on my cracker. And I just want to eat and be happy. Um, Maddie's, Maddie Knack is laughing at me. I'm like, oh, how dare you? Donnie is saying definitely. Okay. Um, TV420 Babe is laughing at me too. Oh my God, talking about 420. My sister today, she was like, she walked in the house. She's like, it smells like weed in here. I'm like, nobody has any cannabis at all. Like, <laughs> but she's like, it smells like that. I'm like, it made me miss being in LA where there's cannabis everywhere. Um, but that's not the situation here. And I don't need to smoke anymore. I'm glad to not be out there anymore. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's tasty. Um third third eye chakra says it's really delicious though. Mm-hmm. TV four twenty babe says looking Ooh. Mm-mm. Um Magna Polenta says stare at the wall. What do you mean stare at the wall? Vanessa says, did you move? I did move. I'm in Houston, Texas, and have no plans on going to California for a while. I'm very happy where I'm at. Things are beautiful. It's raining today. It started raining tonight, and I was like, oh, I love this rain. Rain on me. It was like a fresh rain. And I'm in California, when I'm in Los Angeles specifically, the rain smells like chemicals, literally. It smells like chemtrails. And I don't need that in my life. I need luxurious um, crystal geyser wind, rain. Crystal geyser rain from a spring. I need spring rain. I'm not, I don't need these chemicals in my air. Um, and so I'm doing great out here. Somebody said lies. Sydney, Sydney shock, um, third eye shocker says lies, lol. <laughs> I don't have any weed here. No cannabis. But I don't need to have any cannabis anymore. Um, Donnie. Donnie Goon says, what kind of hummus is that? It's um, roasted garlic, I think. Roasted garlic hummus. Ooh. Um, Jamal says, look at his eyes, man. He's so lost. Shaking my head. You're so blocked. I'm not even going to worry about you because you're blocked and gone. Goodbye. I don't even play with people who are low energy. If you're low frequency, you get high blocked. Um, let's see. Magneta says solid beard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Miss um, Baldhead. Miss <laughs> Baldhead Scallywag. Not, not your name being Miss Baldhead Scallywag. Anything but that. Anything but your, user, your username being Miss Baldhead Scallywag. That is so wonderful and ratchet. Um, damn, dang, dang. I'm trying not to curse you guys. I can't curse on here. 
This bald head scallywag. Ooh. That's everything. He says, so you're blocked, exactly. He said, I chose that name because it puts smiles on people's face. I, I am smiling. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. It's gone already. That needs to stay on longer. Those hats and beard. That needs to stay on longer. Because that was fun. Thank you for who sent that to me. That was Lock 41st. Sent me the hat and mustache. I appreciate it. Um, it's... <laughs> Uh, Miss Ballhead Scallywag says, brings good energy. You know what? It does. Are you actually a Ballhead Scallywag? <laughs> you know, Scallywag isn't as bad as it sounds. Right? The definition. Hold on. I have to read the definition. Because I, I, I read it before. And it wasn't as, like... It sounds terrible, but it's not actually, like, as bad. Um, Scallywag. Meaning. Here we go. Scallywag meaning. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lock 41st. For the stars. Ooh, he's starring me up. Oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you, 28, 29, 30 stars. 40 stars. You sent me 40 stars. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Lock 41st. You're awesome. Um, okay, let me read the, the definition of a scallywag. So, noun, informal. Let me, let me show you how to pronounce it, first of all. Scallywag. 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 I'm bad at pronouncing things. Okay. So, scallywag is a person who behaves badly, but in an amusingly mischievous, rather than harmful way. A rascal. Um, the second one is us, is a white southerner who collaborated with the Northern Republicans during re Reconstruction, often for personal profit. The term was used diversely by white Southern Democrats. <laughs> Who opposed reconstruction legislation? I don't even know. That's the, that's the definition I read. That's Google. I'm not being racist. That's just what Google said. Um, <laughs> what? Okay. Um, I'm going to read one more because there's one on the side of Google. There's like a paragraph on the side. I'm going to read that and I'm going to get back to your comments in one second. So it says. In United States history, the term scallywag refers to a to white Southerners who supported Reconstruction policy. Oh, it's the same thing the other one said. As with the term carpetbagger, the word has a long history of use as a slur in the Southern partisan debates. Oh my gosh. I like the first one. I like a person who behaves badly, but in a musically mischievous rather than harmful way. A rascal. I like that. That's. I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna stick with that. Like that is. I don't know. The, the other one is is too much for me. I like this the the fun, wistful wistful kind of. I can't. <laughs> he said exactly. Thank you. Boy, um, boy has got it. Works at a mischievous person in a funny way. That's right. There we go. Um, four twenty. T um T V four twenty babe says LMAO <laughs> one not a white one, <laughs> not a white southerner for real. I can't. I can't. Um Ms. Ball has Scotty White says, Oh shoot, I didn't know about the second part. Me either until just now. I've never even heard of that. Um <laughs> Hakeem says, How long did you live in Los Angeles? I'm born and raised in Los Angeles. Born and raised. But in my heart, I'm a Texan. In my deepest of hearts, I'm just like Beyonce 
and I'm a Texan. I love Texas with all my soul. That's the worst Texan, Texan accent ever. I'll probably get shot saying that, trying to pretend to have a Texas accent. I'm a valley girl. <laughs> a valley boy, sorry. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Ball has got a wag. Just said, what WTH? What the heck? I know. I know. Um, but I always still have, have love for Los Angeles, but. I'm good on them. I'm good. I consider it the hell, the mouth, the um, the hell mouth. My business partner calls Los Angeles the hell mouth. Tyrone says, "Are you a girl?" <laughs> it's sad that we live in a world where you have to ask that. Um. So, I am a man. I would think obviously, but I guess that's not obvious in this time and day. Um, But people said, told me I'd speak like a valley girl. And I think that's very rude and disrespectful. But it's also hilarious. And I blame the Kardashians for making me speak in repetitive prosody. And so I'm just going to go ahead and keep talking the way I talk. Because I was raised with people like the Kardashians in Los Angeles. So I'm just going to do me and people are going to talk whatever way they want to talk to me about and just be really disrespectful and tell me that I'm trans or something. I'm not. I'm just living my best life and they're mad about it. You know? Thank you. <laughs> but if I want to talk like a dark gangster man, then I can talk like that too. But it's just not as natural for me because I don't mess with these streets like that. Okay, so back to that girl. Um, let's see. Hakeem says you're smart. You left this horrible city, Los Angeles. <gasps> not you. Not you living in Los Angeles saying that I left this horrible city. I'm not mad at you. You know the part that I can't the most with. The part that I can't the most with when it comes to Los Angeles is that the city lets it be ran by gangs. Straight out gangs. It is so much gang activity in Los Angeles. They will have... You know those, you know those, the movie um, Fast and the Furious where they'll be drifting their cars in circles doing donuts and stuff? That happens all the time in Los Angeles because it's a gang culture and the cops just let it happen. Some of the, some of the cops even park and just watch all the racers and all the gangster stuff that happens. It's ridiculous. You can't even walk down the street without getting stabbed by somebody or a homeless person attacking you with a pole. Um, even in Beverly Hills. Even in Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills is getaceous. Hollywood hood. Hollywood. Um, whenever people visit me in Los Angeles and they're like, oh, take me to all the spots. I want to go to Hollywood. I want to go to Santa Monica. I want to go. I'm like, how about you go yourself? Because all those places you're mentioning are very dirty and unruly. I want to go to downtown LA. I heard they film a lot of commercials and movies. Go get an Uber. I'm not trying to sit in traffic for you to go see some overrated um, tourist attractions that 
are really ghetto. So, I hate to talk about my own city like that, but here in Houston, it's beautiful, it's manicured, we have HOAs, we have clean water and nature. Um, I'm a Texan, baby, like, ride that cowboy, whatever. Ride the cowboy and yeehaw and all that. All of that, I'm here for it. I'm here, you know. Thankfully, I still have my, my business, my, um, my business partners and some employees who are still in Los Angeles, so they keep me in the know of what's going on. I don't really miss out on work out there. I'm a boss now. I don't have to, like, deal with as much of the, the BS of, like, having to be there anymore, so I'm thankful. Um, Tyrone says, oh, just curious, LOL, you never know, because this is the new world where you need to know somebody's pronouns to even talk to them, apparently, you know, like, you don't want to misgender somebody, like, it's, this is a crazy world, I never thought this would ever happen when I was growing up, um, and at first I was all for it, I'm like, oh great, inclusion, inclusion, but now I'm, now I'm seeing some agenda, now I'm seeing something very sinister about what's going on, because believe me, at first I was like, oh, this is great, like, you know, this is all great for everyone, um, but there's something sketchy happening, and I don't want to talk about it on TikTok because TikTok's very sensitive with certain topics. So I'm gonna go ahead and skip that. But I got my eye on all of the rainbow community, even though I'm part of the rainbow community. I still have my eyes on it. I'm watching you, rainbow. I'm watching you, rainbows. I'm watching all of y'all. Is there a rainbow filter? I'm watching you rainbows. I'm watching. Oh, rainbow people. Rainbow people, oh my God. Oh, rainbow people. Ah. Rainbow background. What is this button? Okay, I'm done with all these filters. Rainbows in the air. Oh my god, rainbow aura. I have a rainbow aura, you guys. This LaCroix is so good. Does anybody else pronounce it LaCroix like I do? Anybody else glamorous in here? Or is everybody else just ghetto when they say LaCroix, LaCroix? It's LaCroix, baby. Pinky out. You guys hear the train going? We have a beautiful train that goes to our neighborhood. It's like Thomas the Train. Glamorous. All right, let me see the next comment. TV420 Babe says, Stop it, stop. Yes, Callie is where Buffy ran away to, lol. I am no one. I am no one. That's where Buffy ran away? Oh my gosh. Is that what, that's where Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Um, Maddie is laughing. Tyrone says, isn't LA still on fire? LA never is off of fire. LA is the mouth of hell. It is the hell mouth of the world. It is the media capital. 
and there's no bigger hell than media. Ugh. Even speaking about it makes me burp. So, but I'm born and raised there, so does that mean I'm the devil? Oh, thankfully I don't believe in any of that. Um, awesome. But yes, it's probably still on fire, I don't know. I know they're having a drought the last thing I checked. Um, Hakeem Mama says, I hate it here, I swear. I want to move to Florida. I got attacked many times. People are literally getting attacked. Like, it's not like a joke that they, that happens in LA. Like, it's, it's scary out on those streets. You can live in the nicest neighborhood and still get attacked. Uh, um, an associate that I worked with in TV and films, you know, movies and all that, whatever. We worked a lot of movies together. Very great guy. Very handsome. He's, um, he's like Japanese American. Um, just a great dude. I, I only say that he's Japanese American because he, like, you know, if you know Japanese culture, they're very, like, zen, um, just non, non really confrontational. Some of them, not all of them, but I'm just saying some people. Um, and he was sleeping at a friend's house, a friend's mansion in a very rich neighborhood. The house was at least, like, $7 million or something. It was, a, it was a very expensive house that he was at. And his friend is a huge celebrity in Canada. He, he hosts a show. In his house, the house that he was in, this random person, mentally ill or I don't know, this person came in the home, um, was attempting to rob the home, ran into this, ran into the person who I know uh, or knew, and an altercation happened, and he took his life. And it's just like, what? In that neighborhood? Like I couldn't believe it. I couldn't like he's such a great such a great guy, such a kind person. Just gone, you know? So I just I don't know, I'm good on LA. I guess that can happen anywhere, but LA seems to have that happen a lot more than other places, in my opinion, from what I've seen on the ratings, so Somebody got, somebody got shot right in front of my house in L.A. Right in front of my house. Hold on. Taking those effects off of there. Tyrone says identity crisis. Mmm... I think there's propaganda happening that's making people um, go more towards alternate pronouns. I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to go too far into that because who knows what they're banning people for these days. Um, Tyrone says always. Mm. That's our, no, um, Hakeem says Tyrone always. Yep. Yo, it's zero. Says good evening. Hope you have, hope you had a good day. I had a beautiful day. I had a really beautiful day. I put out my song. I have a new song now called Hell. That's funny enough that we're talking about Hell. So let me mention that while I let me go visit Hell real quick. Hold on, you guys. Let me just visit a good old Hell moment while I speak about this. All right, perfect. This is much more comfortable for me. You know, I'm from LA, so this is super comfortable to be 
you know, this setting right here. Um, so I recently put out a new song I've been working on featuring Kim Kardashian. Oh, God. Um, it's called, it really is featuring her for real. Her voice is actually in the song. It's the intro of the song. Um, it's called Hell. It is available on SoundCloud. It'll be available on all streaming platforms um, on November 6th. November 6th is the day it's supposed to be released. Oh gosh, it's supposed to be released. Hopefully no issues happen with my publishing and my just my distribution. Um, so it might be a little later, but it should be it should be on the 6th of November, which is next week on Monday, I believe. Um, let me see and make sure that's right. The 6th of November. Oh, it's on Sunday. So on Sunday, it should be out. That's what that's what it says on the calendar. So, But it's already out on SoundCloud if you want to listen to it now. It's called Hell. It's available right now for free on SoundCloud. And then it'll be available for all your streaming services after. I could have paid extra and got a release same day. But I'm like, eh, y'all can wait. I mean, SoundCloud is free, so y'all be fine. But enjoy Hell featuring Kim Kardashian. And let's hope she doesn't sue me. Because I used the audio of the voicemail that she left Ray J when she was jealous and mad that he was out there dating Whitney Houston. So she said some very distasteful things about Whitney, about Whitney Houston and about Ray J. And I used that recording that Candace Owens leaked. Um, I used that recording in the song. And I figured, would she really sue me for this? Would she really try to stop this? Because it would just make me go and push it further. I would just talk about how Kim is trying to block people from hearing this voice memo. Like, she's embarrassed of this voice memo. She's, she hasn't ever responded to the voice memo that Ray J leaked to Candace Owens. So, if she was to try to sue me for putting this out in my song, which is a good song. The song is an eight-minute eight long song, so it's not just about her voice memo. That's just the intro. But the song theme matches that voice memo. It kind of has the same vibe. Um, and so, and I wrote it. I wrote every word of the song. Um, so, yeah, I don't think that she's going to sue me. I think that she will just be like, he got me. Because <laughs> she doesn't want to be associated with what she said. Um, and if she sues, then it's going to be public. Because I'm going to make it very public. I'm a media person. I'm going to make it real, real public. And it's gonna make me, only going to make me more famous. So. Mm. We'll see. Where did my napkin go? Oh, here we go. Alright. Let's come out of hell for a second. All the music streaming platforms are Rock Mercury. Just search Rock Mercury, you'll find the song after November 6th. If you want to hear it now, go to SoundCloud, type in Rock Mercury, you'll see the song. It's the first one up. I've released the full version, the acapella, 
and the um, and the instrumental. Tyrone says, I don't know what you're eating, but it looks good AF. It's very good. It's kind of messy looking, but I'm having like my beet crackers with some hummus and some um, Kalamata olives. It's a vibe. It's a lifestyle. It's luxurious. It's rich. Um, makes me happy. Makes me happy. So, I feel like I'd love to see um, all the drama and attacks that were going towards Kanye. I'd love to see it all just crash in the people who attacked him's face. They're over here trying to destroy this powerful black man. And he just keeps laughing at them and keeps winning. I know you think he lost because he lost billions of dollars. Y'all don't understand what's going on. He basically is now more publicized than he's ever been. People are watching every move. They're trying to watch him fall apart. The same way they tried to watch Britney fall apart. And I think she's more powerful than ever now. Because now we see her, see her. We, she's free. And we see her. We see what she's been through. The whole world's protecting her now. Like, that's a different level of power that money can't buy. Um, a friend of mine is Jesse Smollett. I love him dearly. I love him and his family. Now, a lot of people didn't, didn't even know Jesse Smollett was until that case happened on TV. I mean, on um, on the news, the news cycles, the whole subway attack. You know. They tried to say he lied about it. They set him up. Lee Daniels and Kamala Harris set him up. Um, but no matter what, the publicity he received from that, he could launch so many things. He's a household name now. Even though he's been acting his whole life, working in the industry, it wasn't until that case happened. Yeah, it risked him almost having to go to jail because they tried to lie on him and say that he made the whole thing up. Which he, from day one, continued to say that he was innocent and that what he, what he said happened really happened. Y'all, that's what happens when you mess with politicians. At that time, if you guys remember, Jesse, was, Jesse Smollett was entangled with Kamala Harris. And Lee Daniels, who who does anything for clout, do anything for clout. He'd do anything for clout. He will do anything for clout. Even apologize to Monique when he did her dirty. He did Monique so dirty. They're supposed to be best friends, and he did her dirty. I don't trust Lee Daniels at all with anything. Um... Well... No matter how many people turned their back and attacked Jesse Smollett through that situation, 
It didn't take away the fact that his star power was rising at levels that he could not have worked to. He's done so many movies and movies and TV shows. He was on Empire. Didn't matter. When, when you get involved in a controversy, controversy, it just heightens your star power to a level beyond. And the whole world has to question your your behavior, your moves. Um, some people are going to agree. Some people aren't going to agree. And that, like that battle between the people who agree and don't agree can make you a ton of money. And it also can endanger your life in a way too. But it's publicity. And all publicity is good publicity. I know people say that's not true, but it really is true. Depending on how heartless you are. If you're able to adjust and to not give an F, an F word, not give a single F word about what anyone really thinks or cares about, then you can maneuver amongst the most um, disturbing, disorienting scandals. You can maneuver yourself to win, not just for you, but for your whole family. Um... Yo, it's zero says, I know you said you saw something pretty crazy today. Are you okay? I know it can be traumatizing. Um, um, I'm okay. I'm good. Um, I don't know if I saw something today. I've seen a lot of things in Los Angeles that was very traumatizing. Out here, um, Mm, I did see a squirrel being ripped apart by some vultures on my walk. But I've seen that before. Like, this is a real wild out here. <laughs> this is a real wild. I almost, I was, I was on live when I saw it. And I almost flipped the camera to show you guys. But it would have been too traumatizing for you guys to see that. It was kind of sad. But it's a circle of life. It's the circle of life, but... um. What is traumatizing to me is something that Erica Badu said. She said that there's like there's ten percent of people who there's ten percent of people who are um let's say okay, let's say yeah, okay, ten percent of people who are the leaders, eighty five percent of the people who are the followers, who are willing to follow, ready to follow. And then there's 5% of the people who are observers, who see it all, who are watching and taking it all in. And the observers are the ones who get assassinated and the ones who get um, attacked because they'll ruin it for the leaders, for those 10% who want to lead the shepherd, the, the sheep, basically, the 85% who are sheep, they want to lead them um, towards their initiative and their um, their agenda. And so when she said that, she said it's a while ago, but I saw the tape again and it hit me a different way. And it made me feel like there's a target on my back and on a lot of people's back who are observers. Not a lot, because only 5%. 
But I guess the other part about that is the loneliness of knowing that I'm an observer. I know it. I see everything that's going on. And I only can speak about certain things because we're being heavily censored on all the platforms. And so it just made me feel lonelier than ever um, and at risk, you know? Made me feel at risk because I didn't, when I first heard her say that, I just, I kind of, it didn't really hit me the same way. And I also thought, I was like, well, Erica Badu is an observer and she's still alive. Like, they haven't taken her out, but they've taken so many others out. And they've, a lot of people don't even know who Erica, Erica Badu is, which I think is insane because she's an icon. She's been around for so long that they, I feel like that is them silencing her. The fact that she's not as mainstream as she should be after having such a long career. Um, I feel like her open-mindedness and questioning of what society is trying to force you to believe or think keeps her in the background of a lot of the bigger pop conversations, pop culture conversations. Um, and... It's tough for someone who observes to just continue existing as if they they don't see what's happening. An observer sees it and they still react to it. They may not be leading people like a shepherd would towards the slaughter. Um, but they see it and they know the power of the truth. And so I feel... Like, um, I have to really tread carefully. Like, I just got off of suspension today on TikTok, which almost feels like a new type of prison, you know? Because these apps, although they're supposed to be just for fun, we're just on here posting content and videos and, oh, how fun it is. Um, these are the real, these are the new version of the, t of the town square. Elon Musk said it today, too. Like, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, even Snapchat in a way. This is the new town square. This is where people meet up to share ideas, to share concepts, to sell, to communicate. This is more checked. People check their social media more than they do their email. Like, people check their social media more than they answer their own phone. It's just what it is at this point. And so, when we're on these platforms, um... We have to understand, as social beings, the importance of protecting your platform since we're not going backwards. We're going to continue going more and more technology-based, and our social medias are going to reflect, or are already reflecting, um, our place in society. Your social media, at some point, I wouldn't be surprised at some point... They're set, they're checking your social media before you before they offer you a loan, before they offer you a job. Like they're they're that that's already happening. They already check them. So I, I hired people and you have we check. I've hired a lot of people for my company, and we check. We look and we check. I'm not. I mean, it'd be a lie if I said we didn't, and a, a lot of people in the industry do too. So we check the social medias. 
And that's crazy to me, because before it was never like that. Before you only do um, email, so you only do like, they, they read your email. You may do a background check just to make sure that they're not a criminal um, and that their name's not in the records. But you're not going, but in the past, you're not going to know about their whole lives like you would through social media. And it's just something people are doing. Like, it's not, like, even if, if it's not official, people are finding it. They're going online, typing it all in. They're finding you. They're looking up if they want to work with you. What you believe in. You know, politically where you're at. It's happening right now in front of our eyes. So, my word of caution, my caution of, and my word of caution is take social media seriously. And have your kids take it seriously too. I'm not saying that to be addicted to it. They have to understand that it's going to only get more and more entangled within their day-to-day life. And their behavior on there is going to reflect their future. And I didn't realize that at first. It came off as a game at first. When social media first came out, it really felt like it was just a like a fun thing you go and post photos on. Look at selfies, selfie, yes, be fun. You know, here's my lunch. You know, here's the joke. Let me do a little skit. You know, it started off like that. Now we know that these are real networks. It's real networks and it's it will affect you. I mean, people stop me all the time. They're like, oh, I watch your content. Like, like, rock, rock Mercury, oh my god, rock is a Mercury, I'm a Mercury, oh my god, I'm a Mercury, I'm a Mercury, and they start talking to me, I don't even know their name, and they start talking to me about what I say in my videos, so like, oh, I love, I want to try that thing, that thing you tried, the, the food you ate, I want to try your sister's company, how's your sister doing, how's this, I'm like, oh my god, like, it, th- it throws me off. It really throws me off. I'm like, whoa. Like, I don't know this person. I've never met this person day in my life. But they have watched so many of my videos that they are coming up to me as if they really know me. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that as a negative thing. I think that's a sweet it's kind in a way, but it's also like shows you the power of social media and that it's not a game. And that it affects your actual real life. And it's gonna to continue to affect not just celebrities' lives, but the average person. You know, it's gonna get, it's gonna become more and more community based, to where people in your community community can easily find you on there because we're attacking our locations constantly, so it's putting us in geographical locations digitally, so we get shown each other more, and then we're like, we. We were put into this, like, to these bubbles. To be governed by these bubbles. So it's the checks and balances of it, you know? 
Like, they want people around you to know who you are so they can keep an eye out. You know? For, um, TV 420 Babe says, Cancel culture changed the game for sure. Oh, it really did. Cancel culture. Oh, people are scared to say anything. They're afraid. They can have it all one day and then cancel the next day. Everybody just loved Kanye a few weeks ago. Now, all of a sudden... He's unsavable, unsalvageable. Says 50 Cent. 50 Cent said that he needs to go buy a car. Kanye needs to buy a car to drive off into the sunset. Because people are mad and he's just... He needs to just quit for a while. And I said, that's really a messed up advice to give to somebody who is... You know... Someone who is outspoken spoken and brave. That's a messed up advice to give. Just quit. Leave so they won't stop being mad at you. Like, just silence yourself. Go away. You know, that's what he's telling them. It's like, whoa. says that's why I'm not really myself on social media and don't post lol that's not the answer Mm -mm. people don't understand that social media is going to become mandatory if it already isn't mandatory you know like, you're not going to be able to get a job. You're not going to be able to be connected to your community. Like, at some point, maybe your bills will come through social media. I don't know. It's, it's just going to continuously get more and more entangled into our day-to-day life. And so, my, my method is to marry it. If you want to be part of society and build within society, I'm part of every social media. You know, because one of them is one of them is gonna survive long term. Yeah, MySpace didn't survive, but it was the it was the beginning, and people used the structures and the knowledge that they, and the experience of being on MySpace, they used that content creation behavior to tra- they translated it into different platforms, like when Instagram came out and Facebook and well Facebook first, and Twitter and Tumblr, like. They use that same skill set to build real wealth on social media. You gotta be yourself though. People can see through it when you're not you. Like Hannah Montana damaged us. Hannah Montana said you got the best of both worlds, but you can't. You can't have the best of both worlds. Like I really thought. That myself, I can just be like, I'll make a new name, Rock Mercury, and just go and um, have a separate life and just live my life. Like, do, do what I want to do um, in my normal life and then have Rock Mercury separate. But it doesn't work that way. Like, people will catch you out in these streets and they'll see you and they, they recognize you immediately. And they, like... 
once you're creating, once you're a part of everything, like you, you're seen. But they want you to be seen. They want you to be tracked. This is all about tracking and control. So we might as well join in now where we can make money doing it. Um, because they're going to get it no matter what. They're going to find a way to make you need to be on social media. So it's better to choose it now before it's forced upon us. The same way taxes are and stuff. Donnie says, I love when you eat papaya, side note. Oh, thank you. I love papaya too. I wish I had one right now. I would eat that instead of this, but this is this is fine. Tyrone says, LOL, I've always been a private person. It took me a long time to even own a cell phone. Privacy is not something that people actually want. They think they want it, but all their actions show the opposite. They think privacy is important to them. But then, they'll carry all their information around. They'll use the same passwords. They will live in a live in a country that blatantly told us that they're going to be um, tapping into everything we do for security purposes. So there's no such thing as privacy. No such thing as privacy. And once you release the fear or the concept of privacy, once you release it away from you, you become truly powerful. Because you can leverage. You can leverage your non-necessity for privacy, which a lot of people struggle with. A lot of people want to be private. They want to only show a certain part of themselves to the world. But that's going to block them from the next level of what's going on with Web 3.0. You know, with society, the way it's evolving into an electric world. A digital database world. Okay, I think I'm done now. Done with my snacks. I ate all this hummus, all the chickpeas, very tasty. And Tyrone says, I've been texting my girlfriend about engagement rings, how I keep getting my ring ads everywhere. How I keep getting ring ads everywhere, lol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, TikTok specifically says it in the terms terms and conditions that they have complete access to what your search history is, to what apps you have on your phone. Um, they can listen to your microphone. It's it's just part of the terms and condition. Alexa has the same. So if you have Amazon, download it to your phone. It's on there too. It's on there like it's they're listening to you. They're going to show you ads and they're going to know when you don't want, when you found the right ring, they're going to know and they're going to stop sending you ads. That's how good it is. 
They don't just keep sending you the same thing forever. They know the motivation of what you're looking for. Or if you're looking for websites too, like by the websites you search, they know your web, they know your web browser history. So they start giving you an advertisement that matches what you're searching for. It's public knowledge too. It's like dark, but it's real. And we press that button. We press the little button that says, agree to terms and conditions. And 99.9% .9 of people don't even read it. Ain't nobody reading that terms and conditions. Have you honestly ever read one of those? We don't care about privacy. That's why I'm so public. I would I would film a hundred percent of my day if I had enough time to upload it and make sure that it was sliced sliced up in the right way to where I can make the most out of it. I would upload. I would record all my whole day for different platforms, and I kind of do already. I record as much as I can right now, but that's how much I care so little about privacy. Because it's an illusion. We're not private. You think you'd be the most private person ever? Guess what? There's satellites in space owned by our government. And I can see so detailed into the ground that I can see an ant sitting on top of a blade of grass from space. So you think there's privacy? <laughs> That's cute. Super cute, um, but not true. We don't have privacy, so we might as well own it and profit from it. Tyrone says it's scary. It's very scary. Poppy says, "What you eating?" I was eating hummus and chips and olives. They're really delicious, and I'm having some liquor. So good. Um, Tyrone says, I started to read it, didn't realize how long it's going to take to read, lol. They know that. They know that. They know that people are going to see how long it is and they're not going to read it. And people are trying to up update. Usually it comes up when you're trying to turn on your phone for the first time or you're trying to get an update, download it real quick. You ain't got time to read that. You don't have time for that. Nobody's reading that. And they know that. And so we just sign away our firstborn ideas and child. <laughs> we just sign it away. Because even if we did read it, what you going to do about it? You're going to not download the app now? You're going to not be a part of what's going on in the social media world and miss out on all of the business growth opportunities and tools of social media like are we just going to just delete that is that what we do no we're going to press agree to terms and conditions even if you read it all 
<sighs> Tasty. I'm sure there's some chemicals in that, but it just tastes good. Alright, I'm gonna go to sleep now. This was a fun chat, or maybe a nightmarish chat for some of you guys who may not have thought about some of these things, but just know that there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> just do your best to enjoy life the way it is and to um, build and manifest your passions and what you really care about because life is a beautifully brief experience that is it's possible to enjoy you know so choose joy chase chase joy alright rocks and mercuries thank you Tyrone Tyrone says have a good one hey homie Oh God, you have a good one too, homie. Thank you so much, Rockers and Mercurians. I'll see you tomorrow or later on today because it's two in the morning right now. Bye, 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 bye.